Hey, Anna. So we've had some famous people going into space lately. Uh-oh. He used bunny ears. Yes. I put space in air quotes. That's right. Um, where does space That's... begin? Oh, I know why you're asking this. This is like a loaded question. Yeah, right? it's definitely a loaded like, question. They like... I mean, I think space to me begins where it gets really dark, just like deep water to me is where it starts getting real, real dark. I, right? I like it. No? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I like I'm it. I'm a simple like... person. Yeah. Uh, it's a big question because all these uh, folks going up into space and all of a yeah. sudden, and did they go up into space? Did they not go up into space? Yeah. One guy goes up 50 miles. Is that space? One other mm-hmm. guy goes up 65 miles. Is that space? Well, uh, apparently, so... Uh, yeah, what do you think? It's like, it's, yeah, that's what, well, that's what I was just asking you. Where do you think space begins? I'll go with the, the, the traditional line first, uh, uh-huh. which is, uh, so for Americans, it's over 50-something miles. And so oh, Richard Branson okay. made it up 50-something miles. So okay. he, according to Americans, made it to space. <laughs> Almost every other country does not recognize that as space. Really? And they recognize a line about 62 miles up. So according to the huh. rest of the world... Richard Branson did not go to space. Oh, only snap. to Americans, and so to outdo him, yeah, Jeff Bezos goes sixty-five miles in space, and then qualifies as to around the world, you know, to people around the world that yeah. he went to space. So everybody, everybody's like, "Yep, yeah, Jeff that's did. they went to space." Richard, mm, it's like the metric system. Yeah. Everybody's on board except America. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, nope. So, but that whole it is a gray area, you know, yeah. like literally, you know, where does the black <laughs> space start? Right. So I don't know. I'm, yeah, you know, we'll get into this here in a second, yeah. but um, is... I think I think you got to go around the world once. Like oh. you can't just go up and come back down. So I it's mean, not just how high you go, but like you, like how how far around? What are you doing up there? I think you got to go around once, but that's that's right. but that's nothing official. That's just me being uh, being a human. I mean, you just got to you know. Going up in space, that's cute and all, but let's, <laughs> let's let's circle the Earth once. We'll call it like the Regus test. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Go like around the Earth. Earth once, come back. Yeah, then we'll, then you'll be like one thumbs up. Yeah, the, then yeah, one star. <laughs> no more bunny ears with your no more no more. Yeah, cool air then quotes. they went okay. to space. Uh, it's generous of you. I know. This whole thing's getting me. Anyway, we'll talk about it in a second. (laughs) From the studios of Cincinnati Public Radio, I'm Dean Regas, and this is Looking Up. We both work at the Cincinnati Observatory, the oldest public observatory in the United States. Dean is the astronomer, and he's the expert, but we both love sharing the wonders of the universe with thousands of people every year, and now we're doing the same with this podcast. We love talking to astronauts and scientists and authors and other colorful characters about topics like astronomy and space science. And today is exciting because our guest is contributing editor at Astronomy Magazine, Michael Bakich your friend, but also potentially your nemesis. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a competition. We'll discuss. Oh, man. I can't wait for this competition. I know. It's going to be so intense. Head with Michael Bakich. This is going to be good. It's the drama I live for. Yeah. But before that. But before that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just got excited about the yeah, idea of like, you know. Um, yeah. Before that, we've got we've got to do it. We have a responsibility to the people who I don't know, but the people to discuss a, a very sensitive topic, billionaires in space. Um, 
Can we say our producer was like worried about how heated this could get? Yeah. Can we put Josh on like I, it is spot a, it's a an interesting topic it because is. the people have very definite opinions about the billionaires in space. Yeah. I mean, right now it's Lots of uh, it's two to well, three uh three billionaires that are leading companies that are sending people into space now. And mm-hmm. I'll say space in air quotes one more time. Right. One of you one of them, every time I get it. Just know it's in air quotes, guys. One of them has sent somebody into space. The other two oh. have sent into quote unquote oh, space. Okay, so Elon Musk has also not been into space in your mind. Elon Musk's company has sent or his people company into space. has. Okay. Yeah, so but... he into real space space no right. air quotes actually okay. oh oh <laughs> we dropped the air quotes you're welcome mr that's, musk that, that's right <laughs> it's like geez okay but but, uh, but you're right people have this like this reaction some right? are like really really inspired they're like this is so cool they're like the wright brothers you know branson and bezos are like the wright brothers <laughs> flying in kitty hawk with their little homemade plane and they're flying up to things and maybe someday we will reach that height in a few years, then the average person will get on a, a rocket no. and go into space too. No. Uh, yeah. no. <laughs> but that's what a lot of people say, and they're like inspired by it. And so you I, know what I'm going to say here? Go ahead. More like the wrong brothers. The wrong brothers. <laughs> I can't help <laughs> it. I can't help it. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I just and, want to interject that before we forgot about it. it. And so I do have mixed feelings. It's like, okay, so people are inspired. I, I never want to squash people's. No, I do want to. Oh, what? Say, <laughs> wait, who am I? Who am I talking to? Um, <laughs> I never. You want to start again there, bud? <laughs> okay, let's rephrase that. <laughs> this time, I don't want to squash oh. people's inspiration. Because they're getting people interested in yeah, space, and that's people... your life, and that's yeah. amazing. And But, yes. but. Big butt. So, Bigger quotes. So the question is, yeah, so what are they contributing? And so, uh, you know, yeah. and and does this really get us closer to exploring space and the average people going to space and that kind of thing? And mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. the you know, the jury's out on that one. That's for sure. Okay, not from, okay, fine. I mean, I think it's. You mean in, in the bigger sense? Yeah, it's too soon. It's too, too soon. Too early. I mean, they just they just had their little uh, their little billionaire contest test and yeah. be like, I went to fifty miles. I went to Literally, sixty-five miles. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go to seventy miles tomorrow. I like the voices. <laughs> I was gonna say they're, they're literal ego trips. Is what it I was is exactly like and very expensive ego trips. There's no denying. I mean, the, the the timing of it was all this way, and and yeah. like you know, Branson sped this up to get up there before. Bezos did, and then Bezos is like, I'm going to go on July 20th, the Apollo anniversary, and I mean, come on. And I'm taking all these people with me that are yeah. meaningful to the, well, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, it is it's it, it is a cool sideshow, but it's as if, is that, is, the part I can't get excited about yeah. is it's like, it's not going where nobody has gone before. Right. It's going where literally hundreds of people have gone before. And not yeah. even as good or as high as the people that went before them. <laughs> the 50 miles or the 62 miles or the whatever your yeah. your qualifiers are, yeah. It, it's kind of like this. It's like, you know, the Apollo mission, sending people all the way to the moon. They're mm-hmm. in this giant rocket and they launch all the way to the moon. They're gone eight and a half days and all this stuff. And here we are 50 years later getting excited about some people going up. 60, 50 miles up. They're gone for 11 minutes, 15 minutes. Right. I mean, we did that in 1961. Yeah. And, and I actually don't even think that it's really that. Like the idea of this whole democratization of space, I get that in at its core and that is exciting. But how in the heck is somebody who's worth $100 billion going into space, making it accessible for anybody else? I don't understand that because any... any 
anything I've ever heard about anybody going to space, uh, it's it's not like I mean it's whopping expensive. It's insane. Oh, yeah. It's it's crazy money. So I don't understand that that I want again. Don't want to squash. No, no. But no. you got to wonder like, yeah, what are they doing that is really? They just threw a bunch of money. Yeah, like I, it's not a money making venture, and <laughs> uh, that's the thing. Now there's so yeah that that gets to then what is the point? And so the the one plus I will say is uh, mm-hmm. SpaceX with Elon Musk is contributing today, and they are contributing. So they are that's a, different. A yeah, private startup. They uh-huh. they are building rockets. They're supplying the International Space Station. They're filling in where we stopped our our manned missions. Mm-hmm. They are our avenue up there, which is great. Um, but they're working with NASA to they are do it, with right? NASA. I mean, yes. that's not and that's the part thing of it. Is this, there's a collaboration. So yeah. These other companies are, you know, they might be doing that too. And hopefully, there's going to be a bidding war, and then we'll get the, you know, we'll pick the most economical and the best. And that would be all capitalism, just exactly. Like, right at work there. And so, who's going to win this uh, this bid? But the space tourism business is, um, yeah, I mean, I think right now, so in 2021, we're billionaires in space. So you have to be a billionaire to go into space. <laughs> it, progress would be maybe in 10 years, you have to be a millionaire to go in space. That's about what it'll be, too. And then maybe 50 years from now, maybe they'll wheel me out from the nursing home and say, <laughs> it's your turn. They'll be like... <laughs> Uh, yeah, you have like an Afghan on you. They're like, guess what? It's your turn, buddy. I've been waiting 50 years for this. <laughs> this reminds me of the, the scene from The Office. Do you watch The Office? Yeah. Where for Christmas one year, Michael gets Dwight like a condo on the moon or something. And Dwight wants to know where it is. Like, he's like, oh, like far, you know, whatever side. And it's just like, the that's, that's why I think people get excited about the idea that somebody, just a regular person, nerd or not, or whatever you want to say, could get on up there and see what's going on. But this did not spark anything in me that was like American innovation or hum- human innovation is incredible. It was just like, these people have too much money. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. too hard? Josh, did I ever do it? Yeah. I was trying to be nice. No, I but mean- But they have I, too much money. Yeah, they're they're not uh, donors to this podcast, so that's good yeah, news. Yeah, and if, or the observatory. <laughs> right, they- just, you know, we, we I love, do do the we, fundraising. We do love you, uh, oh, yeah. people. I mean, don't crush us. But um, <laughs> but yeah, and and if they want to yeah pump up the economy, if they want to b- build jobs, if they want to do this as their private thing, there could be uh, mm-hmm. technological advances that come from this, and it's certainly possible. That's you know, big NASA's big selling point is every dollar we spend on NASA, we get seven dollars back in in, yeah. in things and in, in technology and all this stuff. I could see that. So will this happen here? Uh, we'll see. The time is time is telling. Oh, my... pitching. We'll see. Like, <laughs> you, you know that. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was very diplomatic. No, Good uh, for you. Audio catches me <laughs> going up an octave. You're just like, yes, you, maybe it will. You're you, right. You caught that. Very, I'm so sorry. Very attuned, astute on that one. But <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I'm not. Uh, I guess we'll see. And that's the thing is because right. let's see. Let's talk in ten years when um, you know. Your neighbors start going up in space, <laughs> and right. you know that you're like, oh, cool. that'll be interesting. I, and and I, it's still the the mark for me. Mm-hmm. Let's the conversation starts once you send somebody around the Earth. If you're just going up and back, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, doesn't pass the Regus test. Doesn't pass the Regus test. Honestly, you, you, I'm fine with that. You went to quote unquote space. Next thing they're going to go up and do this, and you're going to be like. They, they, we listen. They listen to the podcast. That's how we're gonna know. I'm, I'm laying They're down the challenge. Like we're going um, around the world. Jeff, Richard, 
<laughs> Give me a call when you get around the earth once. Oh, no. Well, we're very, very excited to welcome back Michael Bakich, contributing editor to Astronomy Magazine and all-around astronomy enthusiast. Now, uh, Michael, we brought you here for a very strange competition. I have heard a rumor that you are an expert star pronunciator. Like, you are the man to figure out how do you pronounce these weird star names. Is that correct? I will neither uh, confirm or deny that rumor. <laughs> oh, man. But you know your stuff. You know your way around at least uh, pronunciation. Because these are stars that you know were named long, long time ago. And in some cases, pronunciations were lost. But uh, you at least have a, a good take on these. And so we thought it would be fun if we have a competition to see if I... Uh, agree with your co constellation or with your star uh, pronunciation. Oh, so you have to agree. It's not where you both give your interpretation. This is interesting. Oh. Well, it's already taken a it. turn because Dean has the uh, the upper hand here because he's you know. Well, you know, I've had this, uh, this this long time association with stars, and I want to find out if I've been saying them wrong this whole time. That but, is not what you want to do. Yeah, you want to right. prove that you've been saying them right. There's a difference. Well, <laughs> it's not what you're trying to do. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, that's exactly what he's trying to do. My bad. This is going to be great. All right. Well, she saw through that. I one, know. I, it's, 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 like, like, it's like the old quote, people don't want to hear your opinion. They want to hear you agree with their opinion. <laughs> yes, that is accurate. This is, I mean, that's exactly. So I think that's what I was looking for. And also, I feel like Dean could have been more complimentary of me today, knowing I was going to be like judging this. He knows how I like compliments. And he like, I mean, I guess he just thinks I'm going to be like, fair, which is weird. You're doing a great own. job so yeah. far. <laughs> I'm just sitting here. That's awesome. Anna, I have never <laughs> been interviewed by anybody as spectacular as you. <laughs> you know what? That works for me. I really, this yeah, is exactly shoot. what I'm talking about. I yep. Yep. That's great. Thank you, Michael. Thank you so much. <laughs> I know that was sincere and unprompted and it means the world. So, it, you know, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm ready. I mean, this is definitely, but also I think people will like this aside from you two kind of <laughs> weirdly duking out for this odd honor of being the, the correct pronunciator of these stars. There's some weird, there's some weird names. We can say they're strange. Um, so we'll do a tester one, and Michael gets to guess first. Okay. Okay. Yep. So, for example, brightest star in the constellation Orion, R-I-G-E-L. How would you pronounce it? Michael Dean, wait, I'll wait please. Oh, wait. Yes. Michael, you first. Okay, this this seems like an easy one. Yeah, it's, so it's a softball. Right. Okay. <clears throat> Rigel. 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 I would agree. Rigel, that's what I would say. Aww. So that's good. We agree on one. Yay. Maybe we should stop there, because I'm worried it's going to get ugly. I'm well, just so <laughs> I'm just joking. Well, I, we're going to mix it up. Well, well, I mean, it may. Dean and I have been friends for, oh, I'll just say decades. So, you know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Since stars were born. There you go. Yeah. I mean, this may end it, but we'll that's see. right. Yeah. It had to end sometime. Nothing lasts forever. So we'll just see how we do here. Right. So, yeah. So I'm going to spell a star. This is really helpful. I have a two and a half year old. I've been spelling a lot of words she's not supposed to know. So that's I'm, I'm practiced. So don't worry. I have expertise in this. And I'm just going to spell these out. And okay. then you will take turn. I'll alternate who gets to go first. Okay. And that'll be nice. Yeah. And then we'll leave a few moments. You guys can debate. You can fight it out. Whatever. Let's keep it civil. It's going to be fine. So are you ready? Yes, ma'am. Right, I'm if, ready. If we were boxing, you guys would like touch gloves right now, but we're not boxing. No, no. It's just friendly. Yes. So, all right. 
Are we ready? Here we go. The first one, D-U-B-H-E. It's a oh, star in the Big Dipper. Oh, it's one of Michael. Michael, why don't you go first? Because I, you know, again, totally unbiased. Why don't you go first? What well, do you think? And and music lovers in your audience will appreciate the pronunciation is Doobie. Okay, I like it. D- I was not expecting that. I was expecting a difference of opinion on that one, and really? I'm pleasantly surprised that I say Doobie also. <laughs> you guys seriously, Very it's good. called Doobie? All right. Well, I mean, the press <laughs> oh are called Doobie. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, now, I went with the musical reference there. Oh, you know, yeah. The Doobie Brothers. Doobie Brothers, rather right. Than, well, never mind. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was look at that. Wow, we get two I, for two. Boy, I put that one as a star. Like we were not going to agree on that one, but I'm oh. pleasantly surprised. Okay, I have a good feeling about the next one, and then it only goes kind of like a landslide into oh, yeah. who knows what's going to happen. So, this one, a star in Lyria the Harp, V E G A. Dean, you get to go first this time. How I would say you pronounce that? Vega. Okay. Okay, so. <laughs> Oh, yep. God. Here it comes. Oh, Here it comes. I, 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 again, since he doesn't agree. Mm-hmm. Dean is right if we live 3,000 years ago. Oh, snap. Oh, he does have like a very old iPhone. That's the classical pronunciation. Okay. The old, the old pronunciation. He's happy with that. He, he's making motions like, this is great. Yeah. M- most people today say Vega, okay, rather than Vega. Uh, yeah. When I think of Vega, I think of... Uh, Really bad car produced by Chevrolet. (laughs) (laughs) I do too. (laughs) I would have said Vega because I think of vegan is only one letter off. And I was like, okay, so V, it's it's just almost the word vegan. And I like Michael better. So sorry. Oh, (laughs) so you're saying Michael wins this one? Yes, actually, Michael wins this one. So let me make a note here. Michael. Michael with with a star around it. Yep. All right. Oh, it Michael. really is a competition. See, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> view this as a competition. I thought. I thought that you know I, I was the expert and I'm right all the time. So. <laughs> that's so weird. That's exactly what Dean said about uh-huh. himself. It's so bizarre <laughs> that you say that because that's exactly what I heard wow. prepping for this episode. <laughs> Anna is the arbiter, so she is. Okay. The, she so it's one zero Michael that's right, right now. So okay. Yeah. Okay. Now it's going to get weird because this one I have no idea how to even judge what would be right. Okay. This one. It's a star in Pisces Australis, F-O-M-A-L-H-A-U-T, Michael, lay it on us. This is a good one. This was also on my list. (gasps) Love it. Yeah. This is the mouth of the uh, southern fish. It's it's where the water jar of Aquarius pours its water down into. Nice. Um, So this star's name... You know, believe it or not, I've heard a lot of people, including lecturers in planetariums, insert an R into this star's name. That's weird. And call it formal hot or something like that. Okay. But the pronunciation that I use is famalot. Like uh, like Camelot sort of rhymes? Famalot. Like Cam- well, the last Cam- two, yeah, like- Camelot. Yeah. But fom. Okay. Like F O M with the accent there, Fomalot. Fomalot. All right, Dean. Mm. <gasps> I'm going again classic here, oh, so God. I might be the the thousand year old man here with this. <laughs> Sounds about right. I pronounce it Fomalo. What? Fomalo. That's how I learned it growing up as a little kid from my 
grandpappy on his knee as he's looking through a telescope. I feel like you're trying to appeal to my sentimentality with that story about your grandpappy, even Mm -hmm. even though it's really true. It's totally not true. Yeah, I'm not here to insult anybody's grandpappy. (laughs) You're like, that's where I draw the line. That's where Michael Bockett is drawing the line. I'm sorry. I like foam a lot. I don't know why you would. Where, where would you lose the T? I mean, are we? Are I don't know we where in I France? got. I don't, what know, is this? I don't know where I got this O from. Like, <sighs> I, I my my source of uh, pronunciation comes from uh, uh, Allen's Guide. You know, the stars from the eighteen nineties. Oh, yeah. That's where Richard I Richard Hinckley Allen. Richard Hinckley <laughs> Allen. That's that's my uh, guidebook. Cause it sounds like you need Michael's guidebook. I think I need to update. Sounds like so. This well, well, that's the, so. You're the you're the decider. Yeah, it? I like Michael ah, better. Two nothing, I, Michael. I mean, come on. I'm trying. To, to, to work, but if I, it was I a, stopped counting at one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm catching up. If it was an X, maybe I would be open. But so so now and no, I don't I don't like it. <laughs> no, thank All you. Right. Yep, I, I'm keeping an open mind though. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so the next one, also weird as heck, is a star in Scorpius, the Scorpion. It is D S C H U B B A. And okay, Dean, you get to guess first. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen a word that starts with D S C H. Yeah, and really. Seriously. I I make the uh, I make the D silent, so I say Shuba. Okay. I totally agree. Yes. Aww. All right. I was okay. I mean, Dean totally agrees with me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you oh, go. Right, right. Good point. I was gonna go. I guess I shouldn't say what I was gonna pronounce it as and mess mess this harmony up, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> Hold on. Uh oh, here we go. Dischubba. Dischubba, yeah. <laughs> but it's 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 better the way you it's it's um you guys did a good job. So. I think no, no, Anna, I like your pronunciation. <laughs> I think that you know interject a little humor into the sky lectures. <laughs> I right. like that. There you go. All uh, right, so that was good. You guys go through. I game. used to say dischubba. I did say that, and <laughs> I then love it. and then I think I actually heard from Michael him actually saying that that word. So I think that's where I got Uh-oh. corrected. So. I did used to say dust chubba. Dust chubba. I mean, but it does sound much cooler to say like shuba. shuba. Yeah. yeah. Like it's like a piece of furniture from Ikea. Right. Yeah. I got my shuba all put together right. or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like it. Okay. All right. We're not done. There's more. Okay. Are we ready for the... This is a big one. Okay. Yes. So just, just... Here we go. It's a star in Libra. Z-U-B-E-N-E-L-G-E-N-U-B-I. Michael, you want to take a crack at this one? Oh yeah, this is this is an easy one actually. Oh, oh great! And in fact, these um, these names actually came from a time thousands of years ago when Libra itself was not a constellation. It was attached to the constellation just to its east, which is Scorpius. Oh, uh, not okay. not Scorpio. Mm. That's the zodiacal sign. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So, so these were the claws of the scorpion. Oh, okay. And Zubinesh Shamali, actually, I'm sorry, Zubinel Janubi actually means the northern claw, and its counterpart, Zubinesh Shamali, means the southern claw. In what language? Do we know what language? Just this is what it means. It's it's, uh, it's an Arabic, Arabic uh, okay. derivation. Beautiful. Okay. So, so that was beautiful. Well done, Dean. You agree, or how would you say it? This is like 
talking to myself, talking to myself. This is <laughs> like, it's it's unbelievable. If we were the, anyway, Zubin El Janubi is what I say also. Uh, so I think we got a match. All right. Uh, let me let me give you a little bit of trivia about Zubinish Shamali, the beta it. star in Libra. Uh, okay, so this star, to some people, myself included, is the only naked eye green star in the sky. Oh, wow. Now, you know, people's like color perceptions out over here. vary wildly. Oh. And I've had, I've had great arguments that, you know, no, it's blue. No, it's whitish blue. No. But I actually see that star as green. So there. Oh. <laughs> Dean, what uh, what we <laughs> I, what, I I say, oh my gosh, this is weird. It's like we're twins. It's like, you're, like, like he's in your head. There are, yeah, the, it's a green star. No doubt about it. I see his green. I know there's no, oh. there's supposed to be no green stars, but there it is. Make an inroads. Oh, That's here we great. go. Connection. All right. That's great. So, so we have one more, but I feel like we should ask Michael for one. Yeah. Uh, oh, he said he oh, yeah, prepared yeah. one. Yeah, should yeah. I do oh, that? Yeah. yeah put Trust me, on, me put, I, I have plenty. <laughs> put, put me on the spot. <laughs> oh God. Okay. All right, okay, you, you, you okay, go, let me Michael. ask you, do you want a you want a star name or a constellation name? Dean, oh, up to you. It, it, uh, this is a, a guest choice. Or, or the name of a deep sky object. Oh. He really prepared for this. Oh my gosh, now I'm scared. Yeah, you're in trouble now. Uh, guest choice. All right. Pick your best, your pick do your worst, Michael. <laughs> okay. Um Orion has two dogs in the sky, Canis Major and Canis Minor. The brightest star in Canis Major is Sirius. The brightest star in Canis Minor is Procyon. Okay. Oh, so here's no. the thing. Here's the thing. And I, I did extensive research on this. Procyon comes from the Latin. There are no soft C's in Latin. So the actual pronunciation from, you know, a long time ago, and it's been modernized, and I'm okay with that, but the actual pronunciation is prokion. That was like a trick question. Yeah, yeah. I, I you knew You got it. him. That was like, I gotcha. Know. I knew it right you when he started he going that you. way with the dogs. I was like, here it comes. But I okay, wasn't okay, expecting that. Okay. okay. So um, the, the head of Orion, okay, is a star, and I'll spell it. It's a, it's, I mean, it's, it's naked eyed, but it's not, um, uh, not a real bright, not, you know, one of the big stars in Orion. It's S-A-I-P-H. S-A-I-P-H. How, how do you pronounce that, Dean? Well, so back when I started uh -oh. Stargazers, the show, I always pronounce it Saif, and they corrected me and said, it's safe. You pronounce it safe. So I, I don't know that, who they are. But they were wrong. <gasps> they were wrong. You dun, were dun, right. Dun. Saif. I, Saif, I was right the first time? Yeah. Uh, James Alberry is never oh. going to hear the end of uh -oh. this. Oh. <laughs> James. Saif, I knew it. Now we got to do this with James and yeah. see what he says. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Those were really good ones. Yeah. Jeez, well, that was least, amazing. At least I got half of them right, <laughs> of the Michael Bockett oh, challenge. Oh, Michael, okay, okay, I was one, like, one did more. you? Or oh. One more. <laughs> one more. Okay, the... Uh, the beta star in the constellation Pegasus, it's one of the great square stars, is spelled... Oh, no. You know it. S-C-H-E-A-T. Yes. How, how do you pronounce that one? Oh we came across that star many, many times, and 
every time we have to be very careful mm-hmm. in pronouncing that star. <laughs> so we came up with Shiat. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Is that close? It, it's, it's much better than the correct pronunciation mm. that's sheet. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yep. Okay. Oh, I love okay. It one so more. One, I got to get this one in. Should we take a journey to the seventh planet? Mm. Oh, Lord. Because this is the one that, as a planetarium person, lecturing to How do we not think of this kindergarten one? through college-aged mm-hmm. you know, kids, students, this is the one that tricks everybody. Okay, because you don't want to say Uranus. <laughs> you don't want to say Uranus. <laughs> it's even worse. What you want to say is emphasis on the U, Uranus. Just like that. Uranus. Yeah. Safe Uranus. as safe can be. Wow. That is that is safe. I'll try that one. Uh, I usually... It's safe, <laughs> not Saif, That's right. right. Safe. That's, that's, <laughs> and then you don't have to be like, oh, sheet, I did it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That, that That's how you say... Well, you say... I see. I change. I change it. Uranus. I change it based on the maturity level of the audience, basically. So (laughs) I go if it's like uh, sixth, fifth grade or younger, I say Uranus. Mm -hmm. If it's sixth grade to high school, I say Uranus. Mm -hmm. And if it's adults, I joke and I do both of them. So that's fair fair enough. Doesn't matter, man. Right. But now. Yeah. All right. That I'll I'll try that one with the crowd. I I still think they'll probably you know laugh a little bit, but we'll see. I'm gonna test it out. (laughs) Report back. Yeah. I mean, Michael could have ran this whole thing. That was amazing. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, great job. Trust uh, me. I mean, I, I know we're up against the time, but I, I do have more. <laughs> oh, God. We could do a part two. Yeah, we only did, Dean only did stars in his. Dean looks true. like, please don't do it again. Do this again. Because he's no, feels like he's been great. outmatched. I can tell because you won, this... Michael. But um, that was amazing. I yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Um, well, thanks so much, Michael. This has been a lot of fun doing these and yeah, I think we'll have to have you back and then we'll do a constellation, uh, quiz. And then, oh, yeah. uh, one of these days, if we're in the same planetarium at the same time, constellation oh, be, shootout, it's got a death that'd match. be awesome. It'll last really hours. Awesome. It'll last hours and bore everybody Everyone else. Everyone will leave. <laughs> just two of you. Well, thank you both for having me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> so fun. So our thanks again to Michael Bakich for joining us today. You can connect with him and his work by visiting wvxu.org slash looking up. All right. So we've talked about this. Jeff Bezos recently made an 11-minute flight into what Dean is calling with air quotes space. Um, and so the first American to go to space, Alan Shepard. Now there's a hero. Good for him. 15 minutes, totally longer, 60 years ago. And there's a rumor like before he launched or something that NASA was like delaying the launch, probably wanting to like make sure things was going fine and are going to be okay. And then eventually nature called. <laughs> so he's like in the whole thing is the, I guess the rumor and was like, mm, sorry, uh, so fact or fiction, did he have to like step away? Totally fact. Oh man. He was on the launch pad, delay, 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 delay. Like how long? Like minutes or like hours, hours? Hours. I mean, there's, he's, he's got the spacesuit on, he's strapped oh into this chair. 
And I, you know, I mean, in talking to other astronauts, especially, you know, Scott Kelly's like yeah. launch is the worst because you're sitting in these very uncomfortable seats. You have to like brace for this jolt of going up into space. So he's in this, you know, with his back, you know, to yeah. the ground. And he's like tilted. They're tilted, tilted back. back. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And so he's waiting, waiting, waiting. And finally, he's just like, what, what's going on here? Yeah. Like, I mean, are we going to launch today he's or getting what? nervous. Well, he's getting nervous. I have to be when I get nervous. But. You know, because the the flight's gonna be fifteen minutes, so he's like, "Well, all right, oh, that's true. I'll just yeah. I'll just go when I get back. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll just hold it. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's like walking out there with this silver suit, and he's like, you know, the right stuff, walking down the thing. He's like, yeah. he, and he Slow stops. Motion. He's like, should I pee before I go? <laughs> nah. Like, you'd think that NASA would have some contingency, like if there's a full bladder versus like like. Well, that could throw off the equilibrium of the whole thing or something. Well, so as being the first, yeah, he, he went through uncharted Crazy. territory here <laughs> as he's laying there on his back. And finally, oh he does get on his microphone and says, <laughs> uh, I'll paraphrase, but uh-huh. one of the words is actually a word he says. He's like, so uh, I got to pee. <laughs> 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 it's not exactly one small step. No. It's, it's a good. Uh, that was my uh, 1960s uh, astronaut. I did like uh, that. Was sort of like was uh, from Texas. Little, was I, don't, I don't know where Alan Shepard's from, but okay, I we'll, picture we'll a, little bit, a little southern. But <laughs> and so they're like, uh, "Excuse me, uh, Shepard, uh, what uh, what the uh, what's going on there?" And it's like, "Yeah, I got to pee." And um, so, like, you can hear this rustling in the background oh of, of the, the the controllers. Are like, what are we doing? Oh my gosh, what's what's wrong? What are we gonna have? We gotta put him in. Uh, we can't get him out. Like, I mean, they can't take him out because yeah. he's strapped in, and they're and about he couldn't to, hold it for fifteen minutes. Come on, and they're gonna launch any second. Yeah. So they're like, um, I and then this is the part that's a little bit sketchy. It's all like on this recording. You can hear the recording of their back and forth, but it's, essentially they have to decide: is it okay for him to go in the suit? And they're having the arguments. They're like, well, I mean, he's only going to be gone for 15 minutes. It's, right. You know, what's the big deal? Like, and they're like, oh, is it going to short something out? Is it going to leak yeah, out Yeah, that's of what I'm saying. Boot? Right. I mean, uncomfortable, sanitary. Yeah. And so they give him permission to go in the suit. And so he- Could he do that? He, uh, well- Gotta, I guess he did. You gotta do what you gotta do. I don't know. Like, can somebody play the sound of running water or something? <laughs> I would be like really worried about peeing in a suit that probably costs. But yeah, I, mean, I don't know. So uh, that is a true story. Wow. And uh, they have built in devices for these occasions for astronauts now because of delays and that kind of thing. Yeah. Usually flights aren't delayed that extremely much because you have this narrow launch window that you have to do for his flight it was up and back so he could have gone at any moment and and, he really couldn't hold it and he couldn't hold it and so he that is uh, uh, apparently a true story fact when you gotta go you gotta go when you gotta go go. (laughs) and always this is a rule of thumb for you out there go before you go that's the (laughs) rule if you're walking outside and you're like should I yeah do it you know, you never regret that. Pearls of wisdom from Dean Regis. I see another book in the future, and that can be one of your one of your tips. Well, that's interesting. Um, good for him. Good for he him. He needed to pee. He did it. He's a trailblazer in more ways than one. Exactly. First person to pee in a spacesuit. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Looking Up. Thanks again to our guest, Michael Bakich, for joining us today. You can find more information about Michael's work with Astronomy Magazine by visiting wvxu.org slash looking up. 
Wherever you get your podcasts, you'll find us there. If that happens to be Apple Podcasts, your rating and comments will help others find us. So thanks for helping us out. And if you like what you hear, spread the word. We'd love to hear your ideas for guests or topics. Find us on Facebook or Twitter or email us at lookingup at wvxu.org. Our theme song and additional music is by Y. That's W-H-Y question mark from their album Moline, courtesy of Joyful Noise Recordings and Terror Bird Media. Looking Up is a production of Cincinnati Public Radio. We're produced, recorded, and edited by Josh Elstro. Jim Nolan provides additional web assistance. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Anna Heeman. And I'm Dean Regas. Keep looking up.